0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Alien vs. Predator Galaxy podcast. This is regular host Aaron Percival, a.k.a. Corporal Hicks, and joining me is my usual partner in crime, Adam Zeller, who also goes by the moniker of Ridgetar.
1: Hello again, everyone.
0: And we are just the only two voices for this episode, and it's been, what did we decide, five years since it was just the two of us?
1: Yeah, it's, it's been a minute. Which one was it again? Oh, it was the Halloween one.
0: You've gone to the um, Hollywood Horror Nights, I think it was.
1: God, I missed that, man. And they have such a good lineup this year. Like, I know I'm already getting on a tangent here, but they have like House of a Thousand Corpses, Killer Clowns from Outer Space, Stranger Things. I'm, I'm not big into Stranger Things, but that'll bring in the crowds for sure. What else? Like Ghostbusters? That'll be big. I got some original mazes. I'm I'm going this year, so it'll be awesome. But I, I really wish we could get another Alien or Predator maze again. That would be so good.
0: They didn't do any for Covenant, did they?
1: They didn't. No, the most we got from that was the Madame Tussauds thing, mm. which I guess is still going.
0: As far as I know, and I still enjoyed that, you know. I mean, it wasn't mega, but...
1: No, it was fun. It was a cool little walkthrough.
0: But for me, I think that episode was when I'd gone to a fan-organized thing at the Leicester Space Center.
1: Yeah, you were kind of sharing some some memories from that. Was that that year as well, or yeah, were you that, that just kind uh,
0: that was that Halloween? Oh. Do they still do that, or was that the last uh, time they had? Not for a long while, because mm. it tended to be the um, the U- United Kingdom's Colonial Marines cosplaying group that organised that kind of thing. Uh, and I don't think they've done one for a good while now, which is a shame. Well,
1: I heard that um, one of the creative directors for. Halloween Horror Nights was saying they couldn't do American Horror Story anymore because that's FX, and FX is owned by Disney now.
0: Different licensing.
1: Yeah, Disney has... Uh, they're pretty particular about their licensing, but I would love to see it again at Halloween Horror Nights because they did an awesome job.
0: And it's not completely going away from the uh, sort of theme parky kind of adventure, is it? You know,
1: Yeah, we recently got news that the 20th Century Fox World Park in Malaysia that's kind of being built on this... Hilltop up there. Anyone who's been following that will know that there's been quite a big lawsuit surrounding that. But I guess it was settled. And though the park is no longer going to be called Twentieth Century Fox World, uh, they still have some licensing rights to use some of the Fox properties. And I've I've just been kind of keeping up with the construction updates with that. And it looks like they haven't really rethemed the Alien area. So. It looks like we might have our first theme park full alien zone, which would be pretty cool.
0: And plenty of weyland uh signage on those pictures. Yeah. But other than that, we don't really know what's what's going to be there, do we?
1: Yeah, it's kind of odd because, I mean, you have all these small kind of carnival-type rides, and then it, it looks like there's going to be this big indoor-outdoor coaster which I would imagine is going to be, like, part dark ride. Kind of like, if anyone's familiar with the Revenge of the Mummy, I think it's called. I'm going to look that up.
0: It's kind of making me think about um, a ride we have in... Yeah, Lords Revenge of the Towers Mummy. ...called yeah. Nemesis. And that's, like, a, a a darkness out into the light kind of thing. And I think that's kind of alien-inspired anyway. Yeah. It's about going underground and finding these creatures that were discovered during, like, um, caving expeditions and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, you also have... Um... At Thorpe Park, one that I really want to do because I'm a fan of these movies is the Saw coaster, which you start inside and it goes outside. But man, we're already on a theme park podcast, huh? When we're talking about <laughs> when we're talking about video
0: games. It's uh, supposed tangent. to be. Anyway, we, we are here to talk about Predator Hunting Grounds because we haven't spoken about it at all on the show so far. But to be honest, the last couple of months have been on a bit of a wind down. Just because, of, you know, it was announced in May, which was our madness month. So it came out at the start of the month when we were doing one a week and then it all just crashed. But I figured now that the Gamescon footage has come out and we've got a little bit more information about what's kind of going to be in the game that came up alongside that footage, I thought now might be a time for us to chat about the game. There's not a whole a whole lot of information to sort of go through, but there's some interesting stuff in what we do know, what we have seen, and kind of like what we are expecting from the game and what we're going to be hoping for from the game. So like I said, it was announced in May and it is coming from Illphonic, who are best known for doing Friday the 13th, the game. And they're both using a very similar gameplay format. It's asymmetrical Uh, multiplayer, competitive multiplayer, I think it described itself as, in which one player plays the predator or uh, Jason in, in the Friday the 13th stuff, and the rest of the players play a fire team for hunting grounds, and it was the various camp counselors and ordinaries, I guess, for Friday the 13th. But before we crack on with the specifics then, Adam, when this game was announced, as you have actually played Friday the 13th, what, what were your initial reactions?
1: I mean, I think just like you, my initial reaction was surprise. Like, this came out of nowhere. We had no rumor about it until its announcement. But, I mean, it's it was a pleasant surprise because, honestly, video games are, are one of the things that initially got me into these franchises. And it seems like throughout our fan experience of all this, we get, like, really dry periods when it comes to games. We had it kind of around the Xbox years where we only really got EVP Extinction and um, Concrete Jungle for a good few years, and now it seems like since Alien Isolation, we've had like just nothing until the announcement of uh, Cold Irons' game, and even that's been pretty pretty quiet since that announcement. So this is the first Predator game we've seen since Concrete Jungle at all. So just just seeing that a Predator game is coming is is a really pleasant surprise.
0: And Concrete Jungle, I think, was a bit of a um, underappreciated game. I think it It was. It would
1: also be fair to say that it didn't live up to its potential as a Predator kind of Grand Theft Auto-style game. I think it was a bit more linear than a lot of us were expecting.
0: It was stripped back a lot during development from what I heard. Yeah. Which is a shame because Predator is so suited for an open-world kind of oh
1: totally you know gameplay totally yeah i've been playing some a lot of open world ubisoft games lately actually um some of the more recent assassin's creed games uh, ghost recon wildlands
0: which predator showed up in
1: which predator did show up and and that's what initially got me into that game and i i just played the tech test for the next ghost recon game i i think because of an nda i mean it's not like they'd care but i don't think i'm supposed to talk about that just yet because it was like a pre-alpha tech test but it's cool that that just Ubisoft's open world format that they've been using in a lot of their games. I think that kind of thing would work great for Predator. And given that Ubisoft already has some experience with the IP, like it'd be awesome to see a Predator game from them as well. Yeah. But we're talking about Elphonic's game here and it is exciting to see that and I did play a bit of Friday the 13th. You know when I first got that?
0: Did you get it on release?
1: No, I didn't. And I I heard that it was actually had um it was pretty unstable a upon release. first
0: year from the sounds of yeah. it. But, but
1: Illphonic apparently fixed it up. I think it's finally coming to Switch now.
0: Yeah, I think it was about three weeks ago, actually, as of recording.
1: You know, I've never seen a Friday the 13th movie. As much as I love horror films, like the slasher movies <laughs> are the ones I need it? to catch up on. Well, I'll tell you why I bought it. Because even though I've never seen a Friday the 13th movie, I thought Jason X looked fucking awesome. Like I'm like, Jason Frozen on a spaceship? come on, that's so cool. And they had a teaser come out. Like there's this feature in the game called a virtual cabin where it's in first person. You get to just kind of explore the cabin. And there was a hidden one that was on the spaceship. And so that was kind of a tease to their next map that was going to come out, which was going to be the spaceship. And you could play as Jason X. And when I saw that, I was like, oh, fuck, yeah, I got to get this. So I just bought it on a sale. But unfortunately, right after that, the Friday the 13th license got into a big lawsuit. And because of that lawsuit, they they couldn't really continue on supporting the game in terms of DLC. I mean, they could still keep it updated with patches and stuff, but that whole debacle with the, the licensing issue prevented them from, because they wanted to do a lot more content for that yeah,
0: they game. Had, they had loads more planned from what I've read. So that, that was a shame. For also from what I've read, they did keep supporting the game in terms of performance patches because, you know, one of the comments I saw a lot when this cropped up was about Elphonic's bad reputation from the first year of Friday the Thirteenth was apparently it was notoriously buggy, and I think after about the first year was when they sorted it.
1: Yeah, it smoothed out. I had some friends that were playing it a lot more than I did, and they said that it got a lot better.
0: But apparently, they've Elphonic have now moved on from those performance maintenance uh, performance upgrades, and another developers now handling it. They're off the game completely now. Elphonic is.
1: So I guess they've just been working on on this for a good while. So, yeah, back to my initial impressions. The initial teaser was just kind of like um, very short, showed the concept. So we didn't really know much until now, until we got our first gameplay video. But honestly, I was kind of hoping for a bit more like a full kind of gameplay demonstration. But this was really just another teaser that showed gameplay. And it's still pre-alpha. And I think the game is supposed to be released sometime next year.
0: Yeah, all, all we know is 2020. Yeah.
1: Which which is a little worrying for me personally, because there's going to be a lot of gaming news and competition next year with the new console releases. It's pretty certain that both the next Xbox and the next PS4 are coming out next year.
0: I imagine next Christmas, won't it? Uh,
1: uh, the rumor is actually PS4 might come out sooner by the summer. Five. PS5, yeah. Sorry, I'm sure one company will want to beat the other to the punch.
0: Kind of makes me wonder if this is going to be cross-generational. Well, apparently backwards compatibility
1: and upscaling is going to be a big thing with the new consoles. So I think um, the PS5 will support every PS4 game. You know, this this is going to be a, presumably a PS4 exclusive at the end of the console's life cycle. And being kind of a little brutally honest here, I know it's, pre, I know it's pre-alpha, but the graphics could use a little work.
0: Yeah, it, it does look
1: rough. Yeah. But I mean, again, the visual style is there. I like the look of the jungle and how they fly in and the helicopters like the concept is there. This could really work as a cool asymmetrical multiplayer experience.
0: Would you ever have uh, ever have thought of that kind of game style for Predator? You know, when this came out, was it like, yes, that makes sense? Yeah. I
1: mean, honestly, when we played the, the Predator bit in Ghost Recon Wildlands, I had that thought. I was like, wouldn't it be cool if like someone could play as the Predator and the other players would would play as the team and that's kind of essentially what that what they're doing here so
0: it's kind of a bit of a precedence for it as well because some of the i know avp 2010 had something of the sort with predator hunt game mode
1: yeah where you would die and the person who killed the predator would become the predator.
0: there was one predator and everybody else was marines you only got points if you were the predator killing marines and you had to kill the predator to take its place i think there was a similar game mode in avp Two and possibly classic as well, pretty much along the same lines. So this that kind of thing has been around for a bit. And you know what i I was hoping for another open world game. I was, I say another. I was hoping for a proper open world game. I was hoping for Concrete Jungle too. And like you, I thought you know Ubisoft would be good for it. You know they've shown the interest in Predator and they've got some good open world titles. So I was a little surprised. I was a lot surprised when this came out, and especially because of how i kind of expected predator to be going away for a little bit you know after the bomb that was the predator we'd heard rumbles of the comics and the books not being so appealing to the the publishers he's
1: he's ready to call it a bomb now
0: <laughs> uh you know i think i think it's fair to say the um unlike covenant it's not so much a 50 50 split for the predator
1: oh man that's that's our next podcast actually is uh the one year looking back on that i'm so
0: excited i'm not oh, that'll be fun although to be fair this might be out before the alien one so the predator will be the one after that yeah i don't know when this episode's coming out i don't know whether it's next gonna... next
1: one we're recording
0: yeah this episode's either going to be 93 or 94. I don't know yet. We'll see.
1: Oh, we're getting close. We're getting close to 100, man.
0: I still haven't thought of anything to do for episode 100 either. So if anybody's got any ideas, realistic ideas, please drop us an email podcast at net. I'm, I'm, I'm completely drawing a blank on anything. So I'm, I'm open to suggestions. But where was I anyway? Oh yeah, I wasn't expecting any game, so when this came out I was really surprised, and I certainly wasn't expecting this format, this gameplay format, but I do think that it it sounds really interesting and and could potentially really work. My only worry, I say worry I suppose is more, I'm not sure if this is going to go properly kind of thing, is that as the human players... And I think this sounds really interesting, and and if it works, will be will be pretty fun because it's supposed to emulate uh, the original Predator, where if the, the Dutch Squad shows up, they don't know what anything about the Predator they're cracking on, taking out the rebels. See
1: that—that's what I thought was kind of weird. Was because I guess you're part of Project Stargazer.
0: Well, no, Stargazer seems to be the enemy.
1: No, in the trailer they say like we'll capture the data and upload it to Stargazer.
0: I thought I thought they were capturing Stargazer's data.
1: I don't know. I, I thought they were capturing data for Stargazer. I guess we'll find out.
0: You know what? Hang on. Pause to <laughs> to double check.
1: <laughs> Alright, let's look at that trailer. Yeah. Okay, Voodoo. Timing here is crucial. Let's get in, find the satellite, and upload the malware to Stargazer's network.
0: Okay. So, what he says is, let's get in, find the site, and we'll upload the malware to Stargazer's um, server. So, these... Um, stargazer
1: but i thought stargazer was good now doesn't my can i run them
0: <laughs> yeah that's <but laughs> when when they released the gameplay footage at gamescom uh, sony uploaded this nice chunky uh, blog post to their obviously and they talked a little bit about where the game sits within within the lore, within the timeline we've taken our inspiration from the 87 predator over the other films because we believe it's the true crown jewel of the ip we hope that the fans of the films will see this game as a bit of a love letter to the film that being said our game takes place a few decades in the future so we needed to incorporate all the films into the story Gamers will see this in little reveals. For example, we have tied Stargazer from the most recent film, then added some interesting backstory between the two factions. I'm assuming between the two factions is the game is Stargazer, and then whichever military or whichever organisation your fire teams represent. So it's kind of. I was listening to our, our initial Predator, the Predator podcast from last year, and there was a lot of confusion between us, um, me, you, and, and Eric as to, you know, the proper organization of Stargazer, because it was originally intended to be a side project from the military, because the military stuff would have picked up in the original edit. Of yeah, the and,
1: and then and then in the original edit, you had like a different military unit that housed the ally Predators that... Yeah. I assume Stargazer wouldn't have known about because they were trying to dissect their own.
0: But then when that was cut, the prequel novel came out, which then had Stargazer as being a joint CIA military organization that was the follow-on from the other Otherworld Lifeforms organization from Predator 2. So I'm wondering if this is going to, I don't know, clear it up a bit more. But then again, that adds some some uh, confusion into the matter because then that would suppose that they were the proper legal organization dealing with all the predator stuff so who knows
1: who knows confusing
0: i'm surprised that they even bothered tying it into stargazer into the predator just because of how much that film seems to be disliked how do you feel about the connections to the predator
1: so yeah i mean you know me, I'll always prefer the old school Predator to O.W.L.F. to the Stargazer thing. But um, I mean, they, they brought it up briefly in the the comic Hunters, too. So I guess it depends on the extent, you know, like I don't want McKenna showing up in the um, the Predator Killer during the oh, game. So God, as long as it's imagine? not as long as it's not that. Yeah, it would be cool just to see little nods to the movies, right? But at the same time, I'm like, okay, if you're in an asymmetrical multiplayer match, what time are you really going to have to find Easter eggs like that and stuff? So I'm just wondering how the flow of this is going to work. Like, how how will it start when both the Predator player and the Fire team are arriving on scene? Like, will there be a process for them to to meet at a location before they battle? And given the fact that you have one Predator and four human characters, like, how how powerful will the predator really be? Like, will the predator be able to just take them out super quick or will they be able to revive each other and have, like... So as long as they get the dynamic of combat down right, where it it doesn't feel too tedious, but it doesn't feel too easy to kill the other side either.
0: And the question is, is there going to be incentive for the fire team to actually do the non-predator aspect of, of the missions? I mean that that's seems to feel like part of the narrative of the games you know uh, half the, the thematic point of of the matches so if they don't even need to go and do whatever the the mission is i mean what's how how's that going to how's that going to affect the the feel of the game
1: yeah so there are some questions as as to how this dynamic will actually work and like is this just going to be one map or is it going to are they going to do multiple maps? Will they all be jungle maps? Because that's what I would like to see. I would like to see some variety with different maps, like an urban map. But yeah. at the same time, will the, will the PredCore system work with that? Or is that just designed for trees? If you had all these buildings there, like that would change everything.
0: PredCore is the uh, the predator movement mechanic that Illphonics called it, basically. Yes. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I agree there, because that is one of my worries of, of the game, is variety of content. You know, it's all well and good that yes, the the original Predator is the crown jewel of the um, of the series. There's no there's no two ways about that. But after everybody, I say everybody, I'm I'm exaggerating. But you know that that is a bitch about Predators. So it's just a repeat of the first one with a jungle setting. I mean, if an hour and a half movie gets that complaint, imagine a whole game with just a single location, or just you know multiple maps playing in that location. That that would be an issue. This potential for some interesting jungly kind of stuff in that, you know, in the reveal trailer and in some of the screenshots we've seen, there's you know, ruins, you know, like uh, South American ruins.
1: Yeah. And I honestly really like the look of and, you know, me just as a fan of AVP, like I like how they did the ancient astronaut stuff in that. And honestly, one of the other guest appearances of the Predator was in Call of Duty: Ghosts, and they had like this kind of South American ruins level for that that had like Predator statues and stuff. So if they had some even just nods to that sort of history with AVP, would would be interesting to see.
0: I don't ex- I don't expect that kind of thing to be tied directly into AVP personally, just because of the licensing. You know, AVP is a completely separate license to Predator. But then then again, Concrete Jungle got away exactly. with exactly. That's what I was going to say, aspects, yeah. yeah. But personally, I think it's just going to be more of a generic kind of South American thing because of, like, you know, the mythical feel that Anna had towards the Predator in the original. Right, yeah. But I think that'll be interesting anyway because that'll give a bit of variety in terms of the gameplay, you know. They can have some map set in, in some temples or some inside the pyramid or around the pyramid, that kind of thing. But I still I still worry about that diversity of content.
1: Agreed. I, and I hope for nothing but success for this game. Like I want yeah, it to have definitely. a very long life cycle and a lot of DLC. I, I would like to see some really cool extra features too, just like Friday the 13th. Like they had the virtual cabins. I would like like a first person walkthrough for this, where like you get to explore the Predator ship and see different like Easter eggs and stuff, or like maybe a Stargazer lab or something like that would be cool. Yeah.
0: When I was looking into um, into Friday the Thirteenth, because I wanted to see how they'd handled additional content for that game, you know, I was pleasantly surprised to see they'd done they'd done quite a few different modes. You know, they they'd done this virtual museum, I suppose, um, for Friday the Thirteenth. They did a single player kind of challenge mode where you played as Jason. And that kind of thing, I think, would be interesting for this as well to be able to to jump around as as the Predator. Because let's face it, if you're going to be playing this game, you will go, you're going to want to be playing the Predator.
1: Yeah. But I mean, for me, just with buying any game, especially a multiplayer only game, bots and single player functionality are important because just like Aliens Colonial Marines, right? I like the PvP multiplayer in that game, but it wasn't active for more than a few months and now I can't play it. If they had bots... I could still get on and, and play it. It's just a single player. Now it wouldn't be probably as challenging, but I could still play it and have a good time with it. And I hope it's the same with this one. I recently um, launched Friday the 13th back up again, and I was a little disappointed to see that the single player modes are Jason-centric only. And it would have been cool to be able to play both ways as both the counselors and Jason as bots and just set up a custom game however you want. So I really hope they they do that with this one.
0: Do you remember what the sort of unlock system was like because that was something i was concerned about as well
1: you know i never really played it long enough to get into that i know they had a lot of different skins for jason based on the different movies and i would i would assume they'll probably have you know predator cosmetics different different armor from the different films and the the predator armor that we saw in the recent screenshot looks pretty cool it looks like kind of a, a futuristic looking predator armor so
0: i think it looks like ahab from fire and stone really yeah because of the um sort of the gap in the
1: yeah the mask shape is a little similar but it, it does look kind of more techy than it looks more techy than tribal you know yeah Than yeah, we're the, used the, to seeing the chest plate seems
0: um a bit more modern a yeah. bit more high tech
1: kind of like fugitive like it's an interesting look that that they're going with with the predator armor with some of the the sleeker designs
0: a different class set would be interesting as well i mean it'd be, it'd be... It'd be nice to have the different cosmetics to play as Jungle Hunter, City Hunter, Mr. Black, whatever. But to have differing abilities between the predators would be nice as well. So it's more than just cosmetic. I'd I'd be interested to see something like that.
1: Right. I'm really looking forward to this. I I just have some concerns, like I said earlier, mainly about it coming out in what's going to be a very, very crowded year for games is, is next year. And, and right at the end of a, of a console generation, I hope this game can gain some traction. And that's another thing. This is apparently, I don't think it's officially been announced, but it's apparently a PS4 exclusive because Sony is, is one of the publishers on this. So who knows if we'll ever see it on PC, you know, and I'm I'm more of a PC gamer than a console gamer, yeah, but I, I have a PS4 and I'm sure I'll same I'll thing. get this. Mm.
0: So, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'll be buying this on release date, but... I mean, the 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 purpose of console exclusives is to get people to buy the console. The idea should be to get Predator fans to pick up a, a PlayStation and to have it just before the change of you know change of generation. Seems seems like odd timing to be honest. So, I mean, yeah, like you said, potentially it, it will be backwards compatible on the five, but you you'd think you'd aim for the technical superiority yeah. that is going to be the five.
1: Well, like you said, it it. Would be cool if it was a cross-generational game like Alien Isolation was as well. That game came out on PS3 and 360 and it didn't look nearly as good. But if they had like a high-fidelity version of this that came out on, on the PS5, that would be pretty cool as well as like cross-play support. So you could play with PS4 players.
0: I believe there's actually some form of ability to play your PlayStation games on the computer, kind of like the Xboxes yeah the they
1: have thing. they have kind of a, a streaming thing i'm not sure if it's as well integrated as as the xbox one these days
0: but that that could hopefully be something interesting especially if it does allow cross-platform because i, w- I would always rather play on the, the pc these days and
1: i think with the exclusives the main companies are are getting a little less restrictive when it comes to pc like i don't think you'll ever see a halo game on a nintendo console or a playstation console but they're being released on PC now, and you're seeing Gears of War 5 on PC. So these are like Microsoft exclusive franchises that are coming to PC. Now I get, the, you know, Microsoft and Windows, they have kind of an incentive for that. But maybe Sony would do the same thing. You know, maybe they would release it for PC as well, hopefully, but probably not. I, I get the sense this is going to be a PS4 exclusive.
0: I'm just so glad the misses actually picked one up. So I, I don't have to buy one myself. <laughs> to be fair, it worked out nicely because it was when just bef- just before Spider-Man came out and that was that was one of the best games I've played for a while.
1: I still need to play that. I hear it's like one of the best games of this generation. Oh,
0: it's fantastic. Simply fantastic. What did you think of the split perspectives for this?
1: You know, that was another thing I wanted to talk about. I I really like that idea because it reminds me of the Splinter Cell multiplayer games, which I played back in the day, they, their multiplayer mode was, I think, called Spies versus Mercs. And a number of players would play as the, the spies and a number of players would play as mercenaries hunting them down. And there was a split perspective. If you were a spy, it was in third person and you were sneaking around and you had better awareness of your surroundings. And if you were a mercenary, it was it was kind of in a FPS mode. So I really liked that dynamic. And it, it was cool to kind of see that return here. So I don't know how much of, of the Splinter Cell multiplayer you've seen, Aaron, but you should look that up one of these days because it, it was really fun and it was an interesting dynamic they had going on.
0: I haven't played Splinter Cell, not since the first one. That that was when I discovered I hated stealth games. <laughs>
1: yeah, they, they added the multiplayer in the second game, I think, and then it, it kept on going for a few games after that.
0: I, I kind of liked some of the mentality that went that they talked about in the blog post in regards to the, the split perspective stuff, because they were saying they wanted it to feel like two different games, in a sense, which which was interesting. I kind of, you know, I feel like Predator would be more suited to a third person perspective.
1: Yeah, but... especially with how mobile you felt in Concrete yeah. Jungle. I mean, as much as I love AVP 2010... It did feel kind of clunky navigating around in first person as the predator.
0: I d- I disagree there. I think 2010 felt so fluid. You know the the focus mechanic and the focus jumping mechanic. I thought that made it feel really easy to maneuver around. So I'm I'm really I'm really curious to see how Ilphonic implement this Predcore mechanic because I I actually felt like. While I do feel like third-person suits Predator, I do think Concrete Jungle did feel kind of clunky. You know, it didn't feel as easy to um, decide I'm jumping to the top of that rooftop. I had to reorientate myself, line up perfectly to get on the on the right platforms to keep getting up. But from what we saw very briefly in the gameplay reveal, it did seem kind of fluid but it you know it's, it's really too early to to judge either way there but i do agree with you i do like the split perspective thing because it will really help differentiate the two the two factions the two do playing experiences because it, i think you'll get more of a situational awareness of as the predator as well so that help make you feel a little bit more powerful whereas the first person perspective is going to give you i suppose tunnel vision and make it make it more panicky to have better situational awareness to check around you.
1: Yeah. So that's interesting. Yeah, I I agree. I I do like the idea of the split perspective, and I think they could do a lot with that. Honestly, one of the things that gives me the most hope about this game is... Regardless of the shortcomings of Friday the 13th, that it launched a bit buggy and that they were unable to add all the additional content they wanted to. Just by playing that now, I could tell they had a real love and respect for the source material, even just with the extra bonus stuff like the virtual cabin. You can tell they really got into that franchise and they really wanted to deliver that experience. And so if they have that same kind of passion for the Predator franchise, which I suspect they do, I think they could really create something special here it's just still there's there's certain things about it like even the fact that sony's publishing it which just came out of nowhere and they haven't published an alien or predator game before so it is just really intriguing and again i have nothing but high hopes for this game but it was just so unexpected and we know nothing about the other predator game right the predator vr one that we thought was uh an arcade and then we saw a trophy list. And so we thought it was going to come out for PlayStation VR, but there's been nothing but silence on that. So mm. who knows?
0: I'm, I'm really hopeful that, so I, you know, over the last, while we were prepping for this, I read up on, on Friday's history and I'm kind of hoping that they've learned their lessons from that game since they're following similar formats, you know, this stuff should have dedicated servers when you go in live You know, that only just came to the game after about two years to Friday after two years. You know, that stuff should be there straight away. Some of their communication stuff, they they were announcing features without release dates. They were announcing features without knowledge of whether it was actually going to be in the game or not. So just, you know, that communication with their player base and how to handle that. You know, I'm hoping all this stuff they take on board with with this game um, and, and sort of treat Friday as a trial run and we get a much smoother experience with it I I really hope that that works to their advantage with this and the fact you know it, it isn't crowdfunded I had no idea who the the Friday publishers were gun media or something never heard of them but to have Sony you know, there as as the publisher of this one, you would hope for like a more stable funding. So I'm I'm kind of hoping that this just works out as a completely smoother ride for Ilphonic and for the players.
1: Agreed. And um, I actually just realized Ilphonic had developed another game I had played back in the day called Nexus, which is kind of like um arena kind of like in the vein of unreal tournament or quake and it was made with CryEngine 3 and it was released on both pc and xbox 360 unfortunately it didn't have too long of a life cycle from what i can remember and it's no longer supported now but i had
0: i had some fun with that one
1: so it's cool that they have some fps experience as well because i guess that'll come into play with fireteam side of things
0: i think they worked on a zombie fps as well that was in development before Friday came along. I haven't read up on that one to see how that one was received yet, but that was a first person thing as well. So, we spoke a little bit about upgrades and customization for uh, the Predator. Um, I'm also hoping we get that for the fire team side as well, you know, um, weapon upgrades, appearance upgrades, skill set stuff, because as I understand it, you know, they were they were. Each of the counsellors in Friday had different traits and different strengths and weaknesses and stuff like that. And so did the Jason. So I'd like to see that carried over both predator wise and and fire team wise. You know, perhaps somebody's a, a better hacker or um, perhaps somebody's a demolitions guy, that kind of thing. Or, you know, th- thematic stuff like that.
1: Yeah, that would be cool to see. And I also think, I don't know, having some good banter and and dialogue between the human characters would would make things interesting. Not to the point of, like, distraction, you know, but just so... Well, I don't know. I don't know how that would work, because you have people talking to each other over mics and stuff as well. So that might be a little distracting, but...
0: And you know what's great about this is that we can have another couple of months of game nights.
1: Yeah. Finally, it'll be so good to, well,
0: to hope, have that hopefully back Hopefully, longer than a couple of months. <laughs> we have actually.
1: we have memories from from those nights, and they were fun fun times. So, all y'all who are interested in hopping on with us, uh, we'll definitely be planning some with Cold Irons game as well. Which I assume Cold Irons game will probably be maybe not even twenty 2020, twenty, maybe twenty twenty one. What do you think?
0: I'm expecting to see it at the next E three, but that's just my expectations. That's not based on any um insider knowledge or anything like that yeah so potentially a late 2020 release or a 2021 release yeah
1: i guess that game would have to be next gen then unless they're planning it as a pc exclusive which i don't think they are so Uh,
0: who does that these days but I'm, i'm looking forward to learning more about that one as well Are there any specific features, any specific sort of weaponry or stuff that we haven't talked about that you'd like to see with Hunting Grounds? Well, given the fact that the game takes
1: place a little bit in the future, it would be interesting to see more advanced human weapons other than your typical, like, assault rifle fare, you know?
0: Would you like to see um, some adapted technology, kind of like Traeger with a shoulder cannon?
1: Maybe but that you shouldn't be able to like go into battle with that. I think you'd have to like find it or something like that. Like maybe you could find a Stargazer tech case or something and it would have like an advanced weapon.
0: That'd be interesting. It might be interesting to have stuff that's also focused around the predator in terms of the objectives. So, you know, maybe you've got to crack into a Stargazer base and retrieve a helmet or Retrieve some specific technology that uh, gives you an edge in terms of seeing the predators or stuff like that. Yeah. I, I
1: do hope they also have like single player challenges, kind of like Friday the 13th, because. I don't know. I, I just find that even if you don't have a story driven campaign, it's good to have a single player option for a lot of these games. Like personally for me, I play a lot of Rainbow Six Siege, which is a total multiplayer experience, but they do have some single player scenarios and you can again fight against bots, but I wish it was more like, I wish they had a few just like challenge missions in that game that actually had a bit more of a narrative, like not a full story. So again, I I hope they push the single player aspect for this as far as they can And like you were saying with the, um, you know, the, the environments, I, I, I do worry that just having the jungle and if it's only one setting, like, I think the jungle should have like different weather and sometimes it's at night and sometimes it's during the day. So I really hope they have other environments than the jungle. Like we've never, other than the movie, the predator, you know, we, we haven't really seen the predator in a forest, which would be a cool environment. So and that was really just one scene I mean, for would that, that.
0: Would that be visually different enough than a jungle, though?
1: Yeah, I think a mountainous forest region is pretty visually different, you know? But, I mean, beyond just, like, a wooded area, it would be cool to see an urban setting. It would be yeah. cool to see a military base. It would be cool to have all these different maps, Maybe you know, naturally. Ship. Or a predator ship, yeah. Oh, I mean, so it'd, it'd have to, to be a, a big ship, yeah. It might be better is, is to have, like, a predator Base or Mothership or something, but yeah, I mean, naturally as fans we're going to want as as much as possible, right?
0: I just worry from a... I don't want to get bored playing the same yeah. sort of environments. I don't want this game to ship with one or two maps. And that's, that's also what I'm worried about is, like, what's the size of
1: this game? Like, is this going to launch as a full-price $60 game, or is this going to be like a $30 game that'll just kind of feel like a small little experience? So...
0: Well, perhaps it's just too early to, to really tell.
1: It's, it's too early to tell. Yeah, we don't know those details. I I do think with this concept, there's a lot of potential. And I hope they take that as far as they can take it.
0: Do you have anything else you'd like to say about the game? Or do you think we
1: Again, I just want to reiterate that it's so good to see games again. Like, just, just at all. Because I felt starved, especially when it was left on such a good note after Alien Isolation. Like, I felt starved for... I'm a gamer, and I I like having these experiences in in these franchises that I love and having it be interactive. So to have both an Alien and a Predator game on the horizon is really cool. Although both of them are not kind of like the ideal games that I would want.
0: Because they're multiplayer-focused. Yeah,
1: and I do love playing multiplayer games. Mm -hmm. Uh, At the same time, I've always had much more fun in a game that had both single player and multiplayer balance like avp 2010 had an amazing campaign also had great multiplayer same with avp2 so that's what i would ideally love to see in the future i still think it's time to give rebellion another shot at avp maybe for the next generation we can only hope
0: i i'm definitely along the same lines um you know, I, I really enjoyed Blackout a lot more than a lot of people did. So, you know, I, I've kind of... Oh,
1: yeah, had- we did have that, huh? <laughs> I've already yeah. forgotten about it. But I, I did really enjoy that as well. Mm.
0: So, you know, I, I kind of I had my appetite wet earlier. And where, we, where we're where we at with Alien as well at the minute, with Isolation being our last big game, you know, we're still riding high on, on how good that was. And even though Concrete Jungle is, or was, I think, underappreciated at the time... I tend to see nothing but you know positive reactions about it when when it's talked about nowadays and with how I wasn't completely expecting this at all whatsoever to see a new predator game show up in what seems to be a down downwards period is fantastic and that is multiplayer you know while I, I I do agree with you in that I always love single player components. We
1: also miss the game nights.
0: We also miss. It's been nine years since uh, twenty ten came out, and we've. Uh, I'm kind of ignoring Colonial. Well, Marines we, there, we aren't yeah, there? we did yeah.
1: we did have a few game nights with Colonial Marines, and again, I really liked the PvP for that. It's it's a shame mm. that that didn't last as long.
0: But in terms of Predator, it's been nine years since Predator multiplayer as well, so. I am I am really looking forward to this. I do think there's a lot of potential there. For me, my main worry is just about a variety of content, depth of content, because it does need to keep... You know, I'm, I'm guaranteed to play this for a good goddamn few months. I'm guaranteed to play this until everybody else has fucked off and gone on to the latest COD or whatever. But, you know, I'd like to make sure there's enough there to keep everybody else as interested in this game as... Um, I'm and potentially you are going to be, unless it's a real fucking stinker like Colonial Marines. But yeah, they'd have
1: to, they'd have to really try to do that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's even
1: possible. They'd have anymore. to pull a Randy Pitchford magic trick to do that one. But
0: anyway, um, I I am I'm quite confident with this. You know, I've, I'm hoping Ilphonics learn the lessons from all the mistakes of of Friday, and I'm really curious to see what they do with this. I want to be blown away. I can't wait for every other piece of news to come out for this i appreciate you know this is this is really early days there's only been like two or three news pieces about this game so far so there's not been as much to talk about but we never did a we know we never did a first reactions kind of thing so i have actually i haven't really talked about it with anybody so i'm i'm quite enjoyed i've quite enjoyed didn't
1: didn't we briefly kind of do a, a first reaction thing with eric a few podcasts ago like when the first teaser came out
0: i don't think so i can't remember
1: I could have sworn we had a little segment on it, but but no, it's it's great to discuss this like and I'm looking forward to playing it with you and with any more listeners or four members who are interested in this. Like, I'm sure we'll have some good times with it
0: uh-huh.
1: unless, yeah. like you said, it's a total stinker, we but we don't, we don't <laughs> want that. We do. No, not we want don't that. want that. I have faith in Elphonic, so.
0: But I, I would also still like my open universe game, by the way.
1: Agreed. Yep. Give me a Predator GTA game where I can fly to different planets and stuff. That would be yes. awesome. Yes,
0: let me hunt um, River Ghost.
1: I still think that the fan game,
0: the Doom Three one.
1: Yeah, the Doom Three Engine one. Ugh, I can't believe I forgot the dude's name. Now I gotta look it up. Ivanov. Yeah.
0: John was it, was John, it John John oh, John Ivan? Yes.
1: Ivan. Yeah, I think he started working with uh, Unreal Engine now, and he's still kind of tinkering with some it? stuff. I'm not sure. I got to catch up with with what he's posted. I know he hasn't been as active as he was before, but that like the concept he had there where you were just on a predator ship as your hub and you could travel to different planets and do different hunts like I would so love to see a game like that.
0: Definitely. But I'm also happy to uh, take out Stargazer right
1: agreed i know we've kind of brought that up a few times like oh we wish we could get this instead but (laughs) that's not to take away from what this is like we we are overjoyed we're getting any games like Mm. we'll definitely be keeping close eye on this one
0: kind of bad as well though (laughs) i'm just glad i'm getting something
1: Well, God. I mean, honest, honestly, like, movie-licensed games don't have the best track record, and I think that Alien and Predator games have a better track record than most. Granted, there's not a lot of movie and franchise-licensed games out these days like there used to be.
0: I don't tend to think of this stuff as, as like the movie tie-ins, though, because e- even though it's the franchise, you know, it's not like Transformers movie tie-in.
1: Yeah, it's not directly based on a movie. Like, it's based on the wider franchise and universe. I get you. So, yeah, it's a fair point.
0: Last one we had for that was Requiem.
1: Yeah, and even that was okay for what it was.
0: <laughs> yeah. it was. It was all right. All right. But, yeah.
1: But, anyway, thank you. If anyone's from Ilphonic is listening, thank you for making this game, and we're super stoked for it. So.
0: Indeed. And I'm looking forward to seeing uh, the next piece of footage. Uh, and the next information and hopefully we'll get to play it at some um some events
1: yeah and if we do get to play it early we'll definitely have a full report for you guys
0: mm-hmm. i'm hoping for it to show up at eurogamer over here personally as i always love going to the gaming conventions and uh, getting our hands on is eurogamer in london e- yes it, it mostly is these days but it's been all over before you know i played isolation in birmingham as well I think I mm. played I played AVP 2010 in Leeds, and I think they have some down at the bottom of the country as well. That's no, that's REST though. That's not Eurogamer. That's REST. but it's mm. it's the same people that run Eurogamer. But it'd be interesting to see if it's at E3 as well if uh, it's not already out by that point.
1: Yeah, I would love to see it at next year's E3 because I've been going these last few years, and I will probably be going again next year. But who's to say it won't be released before next E3? I mean don't know but even so they sometimes they'll do a promotional event for a game that's coming out around e3 i know they did that with frontier developments game uh jurassic world evolution they had this massive booth for that game even though it was coming out like a week after e3
0: well we'll see we'll see but yeah like we said we're just looking forward to to what's coming out about this and um, curious to learn more about the game yep so thank you everybody for listening Um, As always, you know, you can join in with the uh, discussions, with the conversations on our message boards, avpgalaxy.net forward slash forums. You can sign up for an account and uh, join in with everybody there. Or if you're, you know, more into your social media platforms, join in on the Facebook group, join in on the discussions on the page, on the posts on the page or on Twitter. I suppose with with Hunting Grounds coming out, soon as the mech- you know the na- the main focus for the predator franchise we'll get some um, concrete jungle stuff on the youtube channel at some point i had intended to do it for the predator but uh, just never got around to it but uh, hopefully going forwards that that will be one of the next two titles i'm interested in us covering f- for let's plays on the youtube That and uh, isolation being as isolation's hitting the the fifth anniversary this year be nice to do some stuff on that
1: yeah we definitely gotta do a let's play of that game still
0: there's just so much content that we can we can do and just not enough time in the way, in the world to do it all at the minute but it will come it will all come anyway if you've got any comments on the podcast any any questions any feedback anything like that you know please hit us up on uh, podcast at avpgalaxy.net we love hearing back from people If you're interested in following me personally on the socials, I'm on Twitter as at underscore Corporal Hicks.
1: And if you'd like to follow me personally on Twitter or Instagram, it's Ridgetop21 for both.
0: Thank you, everybody, for listening. This has been Corporal Hicks. And Ridgetop. Get to the chopper.
1: Get to the chopper!